Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, part two of our wonderful chat with Jake Shears. Oh, I've been bitten by something while I've been doing this. Oh, oh, what would that have been? Mozzies? Midges? Anyway, part two. If you haven't heard part one, it's on the feed. Here we go. I've been able to do so much here and get a lot done. Yeah. What have the blessings been? What have the curses been, Jake? But they're this one and the same thing. It's just... Uh, it's been amazing. And I've got a couple really close friends here, which is great. I've got a couple really old friends. It's been hard to make new friends, but maybe it's just going to take a longer time, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't really feel like I've found writer friends here yet, for instance. Right. Like, I love hanging out with writers. That's kind of my... Writers are sort of like... Like songwriters? No. like oh. Like writer writers, whether it's journalists or novelists or playwrights or yeah that's i just feel like they're kind of it's my favorite faction of of folks really that's so interesting yeah why do you think you connect with those people i'm a big reader right i'm interested in i I think writers are really fascinating i think i don't know i just feel very at home with uh writers and i feel like in los angeles and in new york i really found Mm. those folks mm-hmm. and i haven't found them here in london yet and am i right in saying you haven't ever written a book though have you oh you wrote your memoir i wrote yeah i've got a memoir and yes yeah, slowly working on another one i don't know what it is exactly but so far it's like a half memoir someone said an amazing thing to me which is like you start writing a memoir and then you can just turn it into fiction and then you can write whatever you want about people (laughs) (laughs) yeah why am i trying to stick to the truth this is very helpful actually what are some good books that you've read lately good books i've read lately i just am wrapping up the shards by Brady snellis it's like 600 pages long it's really sleazy great there's a lot of music mentioned in it which mm. i i maybe don't normally like but there's just like a 10-hour playlist you can you can make out of the book so it's oh, and wow. it takes place in 1981 so there's a lot of musical references in it that i find interesting i read the new dan chone sleepwalk which i love i'm about to read the oral history of hollywood sam Watson's one of my favorite writers his last book was called The Big Goodbye, mm-hmm. and it was about the making of Chinatown. Oh, wow. He wrote a biography on Bob Fosse. I love reading about film. I read a lot about movies, and I love reading about movies getting made. 
Oh, really? And the Tarantino cinema speculation book is fantastic. Oh, yes. And yes. going through that and watching everything and reading his take on stuff, and there's reasons why he's writing about them, but also he'll just completely just like roast really? something that you've just seen. Yeah, but that's been really exciting because he's, of course, an amazing writer. And I've loved going to that book and I highly recommend it. Oh, wow. I literally have got on my bedside table a book that I haven't started, which is Leave the Gun, Take oh, the Cannoli. The gun, the gun. Oh, amazing. Have you amazing, read it? Amazing. The making, no, Making of the Godfather. Yeah. Fabulous. I find these stories fascinating because it's just like <sighs> movies are kind of like musicals where it's just an, a massive amount of people that all have to be on the same page. Yes. Everything has to work in conjunction with one another. Yes. Everything flavors it. So it's just like, how does that stew get made? And what were the challenges making it? And when things go right, it's like miraculous. When things go wrong, it's yeah. very entertaining to read about. Because that era of movies is so iconic. You know, like when you read about those things that were like happy accidents or one of the most famous ones being Jaws. The only reason you never saw the shark was because the shark didn't work, right? So, yeah, you know, I love all that stuff. And I don't know, it's really funny because I read that book, Easy Riders Raging, and Raging, Raging, Raging Bulls. Have you read that? It's so good. It's, especially that time period. Because they were just being given a, bu a bunch of money, making these films that are so iconic, like Easy Rider, taking tons of drugs, don't want to say anything out of turn, and cycling across the desert. Like, it was wild time. The time period is, yeah, it's it was a new school of filmmaking that, mm. that came in and just sort of eradicated everything else. But it's really interesting to be talking about, to you about this in a way, because I feel like, to, to my mind, you hail from a group of people, and I mean like Scissor Sisters and I mean New York, which was quite in a similar vein. Like you were a bunch of people just doing what you did, you know what I mean? And then you found a massive platform. And it's interesting that... I sort of feel like what you're talking about with London and those big parties and stuff, it's really not what you've come from and what is, um, I suppose, what is so special about New York is it does still feel kind of handmade in some ways, the way that the nightlife mm. is there and things. But I think, I think that the potential's there for London. I'm just hoping that it, it comes, you know, comes back around again. But it's in Margate. <laughs> it's in Margate, exactly. Yeah, I really wanted to go down there. Yeah. Yeah, we were doing what we what we did. And the funny thing about I mean, when I moved to New York in nineteen ninety-nine, it was apparently over. Oh, Everybody really? was like, it's done. Yeah, because Giuliani had been cleaning up Times Square yes. and like it was you know, as soon as I got there, everybody couldn't tell me enough about how over the city was. Right. <laughs> and then I, I I took that as like I would eventually sort of get a chip on my shoulder about it. And when I would hear that, I'm like, that's because you're not doing anything interesting. Right. It's yeah. your fault. <laughs> <laughs> so how did, how did you find your people in New York? Because how old were you? You were really young when you went there, right? I was 20 when I moved there. Oh, so you were 20, okay. But you moved out when you were super young, right? Moved out of home. I moved, yeah, I kind of moved out of the house when I was, when I was 15. I was sort of on my own-ish uh, from like 15 on. I was... For some reason, a few years ahead of myself, I think. But um, how did I find my people in, in New York? I was just having a good time. I loved going out and just seeing. I, I'll tell you, I was writing and interning for a paper magazine. 
Ah, right. Amazing. I knew that that was going to be a door for me, just being in that environment. Yeah. And it was intimidating. I was, I guess, like a scrappy kid, but I stuck around and I learned a lot. Mm. And I met incredible people that I still know to this day and am friends with. And it just opened up my world a lot. Interesting. And then was that all sort of linked to nightlife and stuff because you go out with all those people and all of that, I imagine? Yeah, but then in one way, they were, you know, paper was letting me write pieces. So it was like, I was so interested in meeting people that were successful at what they were doing, whether it was a singer or a restaurant owner or, or whatever. I really enjoyed talking to people who were excelling or doing something different, doing something worth paying attention to. And I think I was probably taking notes subconsciously, not something that I thought about. Yes. I was learning something from this moment. And having sort of encountered all of those people throughout your career, do you ever find that you can notice a unifying trait of those kinds of people? I mean, I guess the unifying trait would just be passion, Mm -hmm. you know, because I think whether it's music or whether it's fashion or film or whatever, there's just, there's always going to be peaks and valleys and highs and lows, right? And there's, if you want to stick around, you just have to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to keep doing it, you have to be really passionate about it. Mm -hmm. Years and years can go by where like, I'm not necessarily making any money, but I'm just going to and I'm lucky enough to be able to keep going, mm. but it's like I'm not doing it for money. Yeah, um, money's great, and when it comes in, that's awesome. Mm. But if I was doing it for the money, I think it would be depressing at certain times. <laughs> you know, I think that's the unifying trait is people that are doing it because they're passionate about it. I think the amazing thing is, and my goal in life is, is to get to the end of my life and have worked the whole time. So never have, retire. I, I mean, I, there's so many different things that I do. I don't know how I would retire. Yeah. I could maybe slow down on one of the things, but I just, I know I'm always going to be working on something. Interesting. So I have this, yeah, I think my dream is to get to the end of it and like really feel like I've got a lifetime of work to show for it. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
And has anyone ever given you along the way a great piece of advice that you remember? Sharon Stone once turned to me and said, never let him shoot you with a drink in your hand. <laughs> and, and whenever I'm getting my picture taken, I rem- she always says that in my ear. That's and I so... either put my drink down or I put it behind my back. That is so funny. Do you know what? <laughs> Someone else has said that to me. They were like, don't, really? don't hold your drink up. And I was like, Ugh. yeah, so it's obviously a thing. Of you like, never let him shoot you with a drink in your hand. I'll never forget it. And I what was like, the... I, ever since, I, I, I try not to. And where was Sharon at said moment? Was she with you having a photograph taken? The only time I was around her, I think, was at, it was like Lifeball 2009 or something in, in Vienna, 2010. Right. Um, she was, yeah, she was like giving the big speech and everything. Got it. I ended up on a, I was on a panel with her. It was just bizarre. The whole, it was very, the whole experience was really strange. What was it? What is, what is life for? Life ball was a giant, it was, it's done now, but it was a giant AIDS fundraiser that happened oh, in that. Vienna. Yeah. And they took over the palace and it was just like this huge, huge, huge party. And they would fly an airplane over from New York of like all the club kids and you know, Mandel Four was always there every year. It's it a lot of fun. A lot of body paint. <laughs> a lot of Which body paint and is one of the things that really skews me out. Oh why? I just do not like body paint. <laughs> because someone like dressed as a smirk or something for halloween is like my worst nightmare it's just so gr- like it's just it's, it's so there's something so gnarly about it really when I would, oh i would look around and everybody would just be covered in body paint and i would just like say to myself no one is getting laid in here tonight <laughs> nobody with your devil horns and your you know your scarlet you know look and i'm just like this is I find it very unsexy. So Just I know what you mean. It's like so Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and the Oompa Loompas was a no for you then. The Oompa Loompas are a no. I feel like it's kind of speaking of chocolate, it makes me feel like I I really whenever food comes in to like a sex thing or like in porn when the like a whipped cream comes out yeah. or something, it just like <laughs> turns my stomach i find it really really gross i don't want any food to be no not even strawberries no fruit like it's always strawberries (laughs) it was all started by do you remember nine and a half weeks that movie they are like by the fridge and then they start tearing each other's clothes off and then i think she like keeps like putting a hand in and stuff in the fridge and then like wiping it over him and then strawberries and then it came passenger yeah yeah and, and mickey o'rourke and mickey rourke yeah and then it just kicked off like every time there was like an advert for like yogurt or squeezy cream or whatever they would like do the nine and a half weeks scene and like like spray it all over each other <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I, what i wanted to ask you before we got on that tack was talking about loving writers and talking about and how much you read and stuff and talking about passion and wanting to continue you know you've just done this album 
now you're into your next creative project or whatever like how do you find your thread you're going to follow for each album like this one like it's so interesting to hear you talking about feeling like nightlife is receding for you and stuff to have written this album with all these tracks that make everyone want to dance how do those two things come together i mean i still like i i love dance music i've got a weekly show that's on sirius xm in the states that's a fully mixed dance show that I do with my buddy Sam and Joe. I mean, I've always been a big fan of dance music and I love DJing. I love playing it at house parties. I feel like every record that I do is sort of going to be a new idea, right? Mm. I'm working on a third side to this album. This side has very distinct halves and I want to make a third side to it, which I've started. And... Yeah, because I want to stay in this world for just a second. I'm not ready to, like, leave this world, but I don't want to start an entirely new album. Like, it needs to be sort of an expansion pack okay. of this era. I have no idea what another album's going to sound like. I have no idea where I'm going to pull inspiration from. I don't know, but it, will, it, it would be different, I think. Yes. And when you say another side, what do you mean? Are we talking a deluxe edition? I mean, I, no, I mean, not even more than that. Like a third side. I mean, I, I write all my albums and think about them in the sort of classic LP format. To me, it's like a high like a, it's always going to be how I think about writing records. I know that people don't really listen to full albums as much these days anymore. Interestingly, I did with yours, though. I'm glad That's you really did. And it's, yeah. it's definitely intended to be listened to, if not all at once, then at least in two halves. Ah. And I love it. That's, that's it's how you get to know records. It's like when I get a new vinyl, put it on the turntable. I've got two turntables in my house in New Orleans, one in the kitchen, which is a great place to have a turntable mm. if you're thinking about that. And then you just keep flipping it over. You don't change the record. You've got a record on the turntable. And for a week, you just keep flipping the record over and over and over. And that's how you get to know an album. Oh, that's nice. Now, it's an easier way for me to get to know an album, at least. Okay, so as someone who likes to host the party for 100 people when you've only invited two, having a record player is kind of frustrating because you're hosting and no one is turning changing the record so you keep having to wander back over i did it for like two weeks and i was like i can't do this anymore mm. <laughs> so i went so the the people can play records in the kitchen a smaller smaller party people can play records in the main room but for anything of a certain size i wouldn't focus on the turntable for for a big party and you said you love djing what is your song that gets everybody on the dance floor? You know, funnily enough, I'll do some country funk sets. I mean, I'll, a lot of times I go deeper and darker, but can you picture that off the Muppet movie <laughs> soundtrack sung by Dr. Teeth and the, the Muppets Mayhem this... is a floor filler. Really? That's brilliant. Yeah. That's an old standby for me. I love that. That's amazing. But hang on, because you, you said so many lovely things about Elton in the press recently, because I know he's been such a mentor to so many artists. He must have given you great advice over the years, speaking of passion and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's always with him and Spen, encouragement, mm -hmm. and just generally, you know, he's always, it's, it's so sweet. He always kind of knows when you're going through something. He's very perceptive. Mm -hmm. And he's always been there. Mm. 
he's also an amazing person just to talk music with and mm. he's so passionate about music and uh we've made this musical together that just premiered this last year at the almeida it in did london so well congratulations thank you yeah the show got a couple oliviers and, and it just had a six-week run but, but more is happening right yeah yeah yeah, okay. yeah more is happening and jake's winking at me everybody <laughs> <laughs> can't say what but more is happening you know that experience has been really exciting to do yeah. with him mm. and i still have to sort of pinch myself about it it was a very generous gift he gave me mm -hmm. to do this show with him and yeah but um, also you deserve that you're very talented yourself it's not a favor. But it's been so important to me to just step the fuck up to the plate yeah. and like make it as good as I possibly can to just mm. do my very best. Mm. Yeah. Anything less, it would it would haunt me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But does he do you find that he brings the best out in people? Yeah, I think he brings the best out of me because I want to make him proud. Mm. That's so lovely. You know. And you posted a picture a while ago. It was you, Dua Lipa, someone else, someone else. One of like, Elton has these like famous dinners where people go around. What the fuck is that like? If there's anything you can say about them, if you'd rather not, you don't have to. But like, what? what is, like a dinner like that? Yeah, like an Elton dinner. Like, is it chilled? Is it like, you know? Yeah, that night was really exciting because, you know, got to hear some of the new Sam Fender record. He, oh, because he was there, right? some music. People, yeah, like, it's awesome to, like, hear people's new music just around the dinner table. Like, when you're done with dinner, like, people play what they've been working on. Oh, Elton nice. played us him and Dolly's version of Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me from her new record, which was oh, like, so uh, exciting to hear. And it's so amazing. Yeah. So that's, that's like, a, a nice thing about those sometimes. Is it true you're related to Dolly Parton? We share a distinct... <laughs> We share like a grandfather from like the 1800s. That's... His name apparently was like David Messer. But the thing is, is like in the mountains, in those hills, which is where my family comes from. Yeah. You know, everybody had 10 brothers and sisters. Right. Everybody. My grandma had, you know, she's one of nine. Yeah. So, you know, everyone's related to everybody there. <laughs> There's like whole towns I'm related to. There's a town called Waynesville that like you're just always meeting new cousins. Really? <laughs> <laughs> there can never be too much music playing in the streets. Too much music. There can never be too much music for me. Yeah, yeah. That boy had me in stitches. That <laughs> That whole face painting thing, or body paint thing, really funny. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Get in touch. It's hello at homosapienspodcast.com. At homosapienspodcast on Facebook. Email your comments, your questions, and your agony uncles to hello at homosapienspodcast.com. You've been delightful. It's just beginning to spit. Oh, it's good to be back in a British summer, I tell you. Just beginning. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm spit with rain, so I'm going to go indoors. All right, lots of love. Powered by Spirit Studios.